Hallelujah. Come on, do you feel that way here tonight? Let's give the Lord our praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Every praise belongs to you, Jesus. Somebody clap your hands and shout unto him and give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All my praise. All my worship. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. It feels so good to be in the house of the Lord here tonight. Amen. On this Wednesday night and to be in the presence of the Lord with God's people. Amen. Very thankful for that. Thankful for the atmosphere that was set. Amen. By the worship team. Amen. And grateful for all those that, amen, make it happen in Jesus' name. If you have your Bibles, we're going to turn open to the book of Hebrews chapter 3 and beginning in verse number 7. Hebrews chapter number 3 and verse number 7. Amen. It's good to see, amen, many of our own back in the house of the Lord after, amen, some vacations and different things like that. Some coming back after being sick. Amen. Welcome back to the house of the Lord. Amen. I'm glad that you, amen, that your first place was you said, I'm going to go to the house of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews chapter 3. And verse number 7, the word of the Lord says this, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today, everybody say today, if, everybody say if, you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years. Wherefore, I was grieved with that generation and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath, they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren. Love how it connects the Old Testament to where we're living today. Everybody say, take heed. Man, that means slow down and listen up. Amen. Observe. Take heed. Brethren, lest there be any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said today, if you will hear his voice, Harden not your heart, as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, they did provoke. Even though they heard, they did provoke. Howbeit, not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved for forty years? Was it not to them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? He's asking a question, who was God angry with? Those that died when uh, the serpents entered the camp? Was it those that, uh, that, that fell, the 3,000 in one day? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest? It was to those, or but to them, that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. Amen. I want to take this moment and talk to us on this question. I want to ask this question here tonight. Will you listen? Will you listen? Amen. Would you set down your Bibles and let's pray. Amen. That in this service, hallelujah, I pray, God, that I would be a blessing to your people, Jesus. That I would take your word and, and hopefully teach it in a way where we can just really expound on it and grab, amen, some nuggets of truth, God, that we could forever live by. I pray, God, that you would open up our hearts, God, open up our ears to hear, amen, our hearts to receive in our lives, amen, to live out, God, what we hear, amen, every time we come into this house. God, I'm praying, Lord, amen, that you would bless us, Jesus, that every one of us would be able to answer the question, will we listen with an emphatic yes, we will listen. In Jesus' name we pray, and everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Amen. Will you listen? 
About two weeks ago, we started this conversation, this teaching. Uh, this year, we've really started talking about the year of favor and things that bring forth the favor of God. Uh, but we started talking about the three components of obedience. To truly be obedient or to truly obey, there are three things that we must have to truly be in obedience. First, we must hear. Everybody say hear. The second thing we've got to do is trust. Everybody say trust. And finally, the last thing we must do is submit. Everybody say submit. Amen. I want to take tonight and I want to focus in uh, and teach a little bit on this hearing part. Uh, but what do I mean when I say hearing? What does the Bible really mean when it says hearing? Uh, th there have been, with many words, amen, a misunderstanding of what we really mean. Amen. That uh, when we say hearing, we often just think because we have ears on our head that we are hearing. But Jesus made this distinction, and even in the book of Revelations it makes this distinction, when it says, he that has ears to hear. Amen. Let them hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Amen. So there is really two types of hearing that we even find in our text here tonight. Amen. Hearing, when we talk about it uh, in just the literal sense, uh, is the, the action or the ability, the sense of hearing, is the passive intake of sound. Amen. It's something that happens without any activity on our part. Amen. We, we can all hear. Amen. Hopefully tonight you can hear. And if you can't, I'm sure the doctor can help find something to help you hear. And everybody said amen to that. And so we, we have the ability because God has given us that ability to hear. Amen. And I, I, I think it's important for us to take a moment and think about why God would give us the ability to hear. Uh, we, we often just take for granted all the things that we can do. We can see, we can speak, we can hear all of our five senses, amen, and if you uh, adhere to it, the sixth sense, with, which is faith, amen, you have a little bit more than other people if you have faith, but uh, it's that ability to hear, and the reason God wanted his people to have ears on their head is because he is a verbal God. We don't serve uh, wooden statues, amen. We don't serve uh, idols like this world might serve, or uh, their, their theologies are based upon uh, just the concept of a deity, but he's not interested in anybody. We serve a God that we believe with all of our heart actually speaks, amen. I think that's important for us to make that distinction. When you come to church, there's a lot of churches in our city today that believe that God spoke. They believe God was verbal, uh, but they would tell you that God is no longer speaking today. I want you to know that that's not true. God is still speaking today. Amen. The voice of the Lord is still going throughout this city, throughout this region. There are people in this building. I'll throw myself in the hat, the first one, amen, to tell you that God is still speaking. Amen. That when I was lost and depressed and suicidal, the voice of the Lord came to where I was living. I wasn't in a church, wasn't sitting on a chair on a pew. Amen. Does anybody got a testimony? But the voice of the Lord came and spoke to the ears that he created. Amen. And I was able to hear that voice. Amen. I'm thankful for a God that speaks. Amen. But I'm also thankful that God didn't just create us, amen, to have ears and then not speak to us. But I'm also thankful that he doesn't just speak to us and we don't have ears to hear. God gave us the ability to hear. In fact, we find this with Elijah. God whispered, amen, in his ear, and God let him know, amen, exactly what he was. It was a still, small voice. Amen. When I talk about hearing, I'm not talking about the passive, amen, ability to hear noise, amen, and to have sound come in because uh, it matters what you and I hear. I'm going to talk about listening here tonight because it's not just the passive intake of sound, but listening is the act of intentionally working to comprehend those sounds. Man, you ever met somebody, they heard you, but they weren't listening? <laughs> I, I've been that person. Amen. I, I know what it is, amen, to be that person. Amen. Where I've heard, but I wasn't listening. Amen. Because the Bible even pro proves this in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Amen. Paul talks about it this way. He said, there, it, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices or sounds in the world. None of them is without signification or significance. All of them have some level of significance. But he says there's an issue. 
He said, if I don't know the meaning of the voice or I don't comprehend the sound, uh, he said, it's like I, I'm having somebody speaking barbarian or another language to me. And if I speak back to that individual and they don't understand me, then I'm speaking like a barbarian unto them or speaking another language. Amen. There's people in this house, you are bilingual. Amen. And there's the rest of us that we are bilingual. Amen. We don't really speak the one language we do have. Amen. And so uh, when we talk to one another, we might be saying the same words, but we don't have the same meaning. We don't have the same understanding. But if somebody comes up to you and starts speaking Russian and you don't speak Russian, uh, it's going to sound a little, a little wild, a little garbled. Amen. If they come to you speaking German, uh, you might think they might be mad at you. But they're not. They're not mad at you at all. Amen. I've got some German friends. Amen. Uh, they're they're going to come and they're going to talk to you. But if you don't know the words, I mean, if you can't decipher the sound, you could hear them, but you can't listen to them. You don't really know what they are saying to you. Amen. What is Paul talking about? He's letting us know, amen, that our world is full of sounds. Our world is full of noise. Our world is full of voices. Every one of them has got significance, amen. But it is, it is so full of noises that it would be impossible for us, amen, to shut out all of the noise of the world. You can't shut off all the noise of the world. Amen. You and I are in the world. Amen. We are going to hear the noise of the world. It's impossible to turn it off. Your ears are going to receive noise. Amen. It's going to passively come in. Amen. It is impossible to shut out all the noise, but it is not impossible to focus yourself in on one voice. It is not impossible in the world that is full of chaos and it's full of sounds and full of voices and full of noise. Amen. It is, it's, you can't shut those voices out. You can, amen, go to the mall, you're going to hear people talking. You go to the coffee shop, you hear other conversations. Amen. But you can focus yourself in on the conversation you're having and you can focus yourself in on the one voice. Amen. And you can be listening to the one while hearing all the others. Amen. Amen. When the Bible's talking about hearing, it's talking about listening. It's talking about focus. It's about getting yourself in tune with what the Spirit is saying because the world's got all sorts of things for you and I to hear. The world's got a lot of things for us to, amen, that is trying to vie for our attention and get us to focus in on. The media's trying to do it. They want to focus us in on their fear because fear sells. And, amen, they're trying to get us to focus in, amen, on all the chaos of our world, amen, and, and, and we could hear it, amen, but we don't have to let it affect us. We don't have to focus in on it. Amen. We can make the decision that I'm going to listen. Amen. I might hear everything, but I'm going to listen to the one true voice of God. Amen. Uh, unless you and I or somebody in this building has a hearing problem, everybody in this house has probably done this before. You ever gone into a store and you heard a song, a melody, amen, and that tune gets lodged in your brain? Amen. You can't choose to not hear it. You walk through the store. It was, it was on their station. They played it. They made it go. And if you are a musical individual, you probably paid special attention to it. Amen. You, you can't choose to not hear that sound, but you can choose to not listen to its message. Amen. You can choose to not download it. You can choose to not look up its lyrics. You can choose to not understand it or to not give it significance in your mind or significance in your heart or significance in your life or significance in your marriage or significance in your family or significance in your future or significance. You can choose to tune it out and not really listen to it. You heard it, but you aren't listening to it. Amen. I want to tell you, there are people that are speaking to you. There are spirits that are speaking to you. There are all sorts of uh, chaotic, amen, people in your life that are speaking to you. You might hear them, but you don't have to adhere to them. You might hear their voice, but you don't have to listen to their voice. Amen. When you come to live for God, you can make the decision, I'm going to listen to one voice in my life, and it's going to be the voice of the Lord. You may not be able to tune out every sound, but you can make a difference on what you do with that sound. Are you going to tune into it or tune out of it? 
Amen. When you go home, it's a little different. You're in control of the radio. You're in control of what's on your iPhone. You're in control of what goes on in your phone. Amen. What you see, what you hear. Amen. You're in control of what voices are coming in. Amen. This is where we can choose to be a Christian. Amen. Being a Christian is we choose what we listen to. Amen. This is what Paul was really saying when he said, think on these things. He's saying, give your attention, amen, focus and attune yourself, amen. Uh, there's some folks that have done this with CB radios. When uh, we got, uh, Brother Barber's a truck driver, you got that CB radio, and and uh, my brother used to have one of those. We tried to listen in and, and have conversation. It was fun. It was a joke. They, the truck drivers probably didn't like it, but uh, we had a good time. But you had to find the right frequency, and if you found the right frequency, you could hear their voice. Amen. But if you got on the wrong frequency, you'd hear somebody else's voice. Living for God is no different. You can hear whatever you want to hear. Amen. In the world, you can hear whatever you want to hear in the church. You can hear whatever you want to hear. Amen. In your life, or you can choose to tune in, to change the frequency of your ears and say, God, I'm going to attune myself to what you're saying. Amen. Somebody lift up your hands and let's pray for a moment. Hallelujah. Come on, let's pray for a moment. There's some folks that God is speaking, but there's so many other things that are garbling his voice. And you, you, you can kind of make out what he's saying, but you can't really listen to what he's saying. God sent a preacher to talk to us tonight. Come on, let's pray. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Listening is a choice. Hearing is involuntary. You can choose to listen and uh, you can also choose not to listen. This can work both positively and negatively. We are commanded through the word of God to hear, to hearken. Ultimately, it's translated out to listen. Amen. God never intended when he said, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord as the first commandment. It's a commandment that had to do with hearing. He never had that intention for it to just become rhetoric, where it was just rehearsed. Amen. This is where the Jews went off. They made it a rehearsed religion, where it was only, amen, just spoken. And, yeah, oh, yeah, I, I heard that. Amen. And yet, when you look at Israel and how they lived, it was different than what they heard. Amen. Hero Israel, Lord, yeah, I heard that. Okay. Until you see them making golden calves. Amen. Oh, I heard there's one God until they get around some other nations that are like, well, what about what about this God? What about Dagon? What about uh, what about all of our pantheon of gods? What about uh, what about the gods of Egypt? What about the gods of Canaan land? They said, oh, yes, we heard, oh, Israel, the Lord, our God is one Lord until there came a moment where they had to really choose whether or not they were going to listen to that verse. They might have heard it. But there was so many other noises, and we watched through the Bible that they end up in exile because they heard, oh, Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, but they never listened to that verse. Amen. It might have gone into their ears, but it never got into their heart. Amen. And I want to help us here today. It's not enough just to hear the word. It's not enough just to hear preaching. Amen. Somewhere along the lines, it's got to go from our ears, amen, through our brain and down into our heart. It's got to go from our heart to our lifestyle that, amen, God, I have chosen, amen, not just to hear what you said, but I have chosen to listen and to obey what you said. Amen. We are commanded to hear, to listen. And listen, amen, that word hearken is to listen with the intent to obey and to put forth some action, to do something with it. Amen, church, we are not commanded, amen, just to come to church to hear. Amen. I know we say, man, I came to hear some good preaching. Amen. Well, uh, come when somebody else is preaching, you'll hear some good preaching. But uh, I can't know. There actually has to be something that goes beyond that. I came to listen. Amen. I came. Amen. God, what are you speaking? Because, amen, I've done it many times. I've been in many services like this where I heard what the preacher said, but, but the Spirit was speaking something in that moment that went beyond what words could give me. But it went beyond. There was a, a different frequency in that moment that I heard the words. It rattled around in my 
my brain, but amen, there was those divine moments where God was speaking and I got in the right frequency. Amen, I put my antenna up and I received more than just what was being preached. I, I took, amen, and I said, Lord, I don't want to just hear this on Sunday or on Wednesday. God, how can I apply this every single day of my life? How can I apply this to my job? How can I apply this to my marriage? How can I apply this, amen, to my walk with you? Amen, that's where it comes. It goes from hearing, oh, Israel, to listening, oh, Israel. It goes, amen, from just, amen, having it rattle around in your ears to all of a sudden becoming part of who you are. And now that commandment, amen, the Bible says the word becomes flesh, amen. You've taken that commandment. It's no longer just something you heard. It's now something that you've listened to, you've attuned yourself to, you got in alignment with, amen, and you said, God, I heard it, amen, and God, I didn't just hear it with my ears. I heard it with my heart. I heard it. I heard it with every every part of my being. Oh, somebody lift up your hands and magnify the Lord. Come on. God sent a preacher today to talk to us, uh, amen, about going one step further. I, I don't want to just hear what's being said. I want to listen to it. I, I want to take it to my heart, God. Somebody pray in this house. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Jesus commanded them, and he commanded us. He said, be careful how you hear. I get it. We talked about this, and I talked about it very shortly last two weeks ago. Amen. What you and I hear matters, but not as much as how we hear. Amen. Because you can hear all, again, we've said it before, it can be lost in translation. We can say the same thing, but have two different meanings because your paradigm is different than my paradigm. This is a beautiful thing about God never changing. His paradigm never shifts. His word never changes. It is forever settled in heaven. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of God shall stand forever. Amen. We can hold fast on the word of God. His meaning doesn't change. Culture changes, but his meaning doesn't change. Culture changes, but his word never changes. You can, you can trust in the word of God. Amen. You don't have to second guess what did God really mean when he said that. He said what he meant, and he meant what he said. You can hold on to it. Amen. But I know what it is in human interactions. I could be saying something, and somebody interprets it differently. Amen. But when we choose to listen, we are, we are seeking understanding. Amen. And all you're getting, the Bible says, get understanding. We've got to get wisdom. We've got to get understanding. God, when I hear your word, I want to understand your word. Jesus said we've got to be careful how we hear because we can hear with an unbelieving heart. And this is what our text is talking about tonight. Everybody in Israel heard God. Do we understand that here tonight? Everybody heard God. In fact, the Bible declares of itself that his word, there is no voice nor language where his word's not heard. It goes out. He said it's like a line that goes out past the sun. Amen. It's going throughout the universe. When God said, let there be light, light just kept going. When God said, be fruitful and multiply, that the animals have creatures have not stopped. Amen. God said, let there be land, and dry land's still here. He said, let there be oceans. The oceans are still here. Amen. God spoke, and it has continued. When God's voice went forth, it moved. Amen. And his voice is spoken in every generation, in every language. God speaks beyond just words, beyond just language. Everybody, well, what about the person in the middle of nowhere? They have still, amen, in, in one way or another, either through nature or God himself, they have heard the voice of God. God has spoken to them. There is no voice nor language where God's word will not be heard. God is speaking, church. And, and God spoke to all of Israel. He showed up on a mountain. He sent a, a preacher back down with ten commandments of stone. He was speaking. He speaks through prophets. He speaks through his word. His spirit will speak. He speaks through preaching. Amen. He, he, he has no problem speaking. But the Bible itself declares that there will come a, come a day where there is a famine in the land, not of bread nor thirst of water, but get this, of hearing the word of the Lord. Amen. It's, it's not that there's a lack of the word of God. It's not that there's a lack of preaching. It's not that there's a lack, amen, of God speaking or God instructing or God trying, amen. But what there's a lack of is people that have ears on their head that have attuned themselves to the frequency of what God is saying and saying, God, I don't want to just hear it, amen, and let the sound come in passively, but I want to listen to the word of the Lord. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. 
God, that's my soul's desire. I want to listen. I want to listen to what you're saying. I want to hearken to what you're saying. I want to listen with the intent to do something with it, to obey. I, I want to listen to you, God. Somebody pray in this house. Oh, hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, you came on a Wednesday night because you have a heart to listen. You came on a midweek because you have a heart to, amen, to hear the word of the Lord and to do something about it, to listen to his word. Hallelujah. Amen. They, Israel, they all heard it. Amen. But the Bible says after they heard, even after some of them heard, they still provoked God. Which lets me know they heard it, but they didn't really hear it. They heard it, but they weren't really listening. Amen. They took it into their ears, but it did not make any effect in their life. Amen. Romans chapter 10 and 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen. It's not just the passive hearing. Amen. Where it's just uh, another noise. If God in his word, if preaching or whatever it might be, when you're having a moment of worship, if, it, if God to you is just one of the millions of noises out there and you don't tune into it, you will not grow in faith. If you, don't, if you don't turn the dial a little bit in your spirit, amen, and say, God, I want to get in alignment with what you're saying, amen, your faith will not grow. But when you and I come and we do, we hear the biblical way, which is to listen, amen, we, we come and that faith is coming by listening to the word of God. It's no longer just one more noise, amen, uh, where, where, you know, there's people that they live this way. They try to live for God this way where God's just one more voice in their life and, amen, the word of God, just one more advice, amen, giver. And the word, and, and they, they live this way, amen. In fact, some of the some of the worst people in history, amen, could quote you verses from the Bible. Amen. They 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 heard the word, but they never really listened to the word. In fact, you look at the Pharisees, they could quote you the word, but something about the word, they never got in the right frequency where they were listening to what the word said, where now they were going to bring about some action. But when you and I come with the intent of listening to what God is saying, and we say, God, if you're asking whether or not I'll be one that listens, uh, amen, and my answer is going to be yes, you and I are going to grow in faith. We're going we're gonna to keep moving from faith to faith, victory to victory, and every time God speaks, amen, he knows that child right there is going to hear me and they're going to listen to what I have to say. Amen. And, and, and the Bible says, for, to those that it's given shall more, to those that have shall more be given. In other words, if you and I have, amen, held on to the words that we have received, amen, and we've grown in that level of our faith, uh, it does not stop there. It doesn't get stagnant. Uh, amen. If you've gotten bored with your walk with God, I've come to help you here tonight. Amen. Just go back to what God has already told you and say, God, I heard it, but I wasn't listening. But now I've got, I've got myself tuned in right, and I am listening. And God says, okay, you got it. I'm going to give you another word. Come on. This is what the Bible says when it says it's line upon line, precept upon precept, here a little, there a little. As long as you can lay the foundation say, I got that one. I listen to that. God says, I'll bring you another word. And you lay that another, that another brick down and say, God, I got it. He says, I'm going to give you another one. And you never grow stagnant. You never grow cold. You keep getting better in God. You keep growing. Amen. How you doing? Amen. I'm doing better than I was before. I'm doing better this week than last week. I'm doing better this year than last year. How? Because I listened to what he told me last week. And how are you doing this week? I'm doing better because I listened to what he told me last week. And amen. Somebody ought to give God praise on this Wednesday night. You're growing in faith tonight because you're not just hearing. You're listening to the word of the Lord. Israel had two groups. It was those that heard, amen, but did not listen, and those that heard and listened. Amen. They didn't just have ears on their head like everybody else. They had ears to hear. The question comes, will you and I listen and gain faith? Or will we hear and become full of unbelief? If faith comes by hearing or listening, amen, and, and hearing the word of God, amen, not just hearing anything, hearing the word of God, that's the, that's the difference maker. But if by listening to the word of God we gain in faith, by not tuning in, amen, by not attuning ourselves to listen to God 
Amen. We become full of unbelief. Amen. I came to help somebody just for a moment. When you and I don't tune ourselves in, amen, this is why it's so important, amen, that we pray throughout the week. Amen. Hallelujah. Not just at church. This is why it's so important, amen, that you and I read our Bibles. Amen. I know there's people that they've made the effort and they're doing it, and I'm proud of you for doing that. Amen. And God's going to bless you for that. God's going to favor you. But you take the Word of God, and you, you, start, you start reading through it, and God, I'm reading, but I'm not just reading to read. I'm reading for understanding. I'm reading to listen. When you and I make that decision, I'm going to listen, amen. We come to church not just to, amen, to get excited, although you might get excited. That's awesome, amen. But, God, I want to hear what you're really trying to tell me today, amen, because, God, God, there's so many things that happen in a service, so many dynamics, amen, that God is speaking to each of us on an individual basis, and God is telling us things, amen. And and, and there's no way that, 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 that one man can hit everything, but I promise you this, in one service, God can touch on everything. God can move on everything. But only those that have made the decision, I will listen. I will not just hear, but I will listen. It's those that grow in faith. Amen. But th- this is why it's important we come to the house of the Lord. Amen. We come to church. We gather together because there's something about gathering together. Amen. With the intent of listening together where we grow in faith together. We grow in the knowledge of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says if we do that, we'll never lack. Amen. I want to tell you that there's a favor out there for people that listen to God. Uh, amen. That'll never lack. You'll never have, you'll, not that you'll never have struggles. Uh, amen. But I'll tell you what, you will listen to God and God will have given you the answer to your struggle well before you ever got there. I want to tell you, there's many services, uh, amen, that, that I have to admit, uh, I was not tuned in, amen, and there came a trial in my life that I wasn't quite prepared for, but I went back and said, God, I didn't hear that one right, let me go back and listen to it, and I found out, man, if I'd have been listening to that moment, I'd have got the answer well before the trial ever showed up. Do I have a witness? But I've also had those moments uh, where the trial showed up uh, and said, I didn't know when you were going to show up, but I was ready for you. I already got an answer in my back pocket because I was listening to what God told me, uh, and I know exactly what to do in this moment. Uh, I've been preparing for chaos. I've been preparing for trouble because I heard the word and I listened to it. Uh, Amen. God said, build a boat because the rain's coming, and I didn't just hear it with my ears. Uh, I listened to his word, and I built to just how I heard it and just how I listened. And when the rain descended, I was ready. And when the trial came, I was ready. There's people here tonight, God's giving you answers that if you'll listen to his word, you'll have ammunition for when the battle comes. You'll have the right weapon when the devil shows up. You won't have to be afraid. Your family won't have to fall by the wayside. You'll know exactly what to do. You'll be full of faith when there's nothing but fear around you. Why? Because I listened to the voice of the Lord. Oh, somebody ought to clap your hands. Let's stand across the building. Come on. Hallelujah. Let's love him. Let's give God praise here tonight. Come on. Hallelujah. Are there any listeners in the house of the Lord? Are there any listeners in the house of the Lord? I'm not just a hearer, but I'm a doer. I'm a listener of the word. Oh, come on, let's pray for a moment. Hallelujah. Let's pray all across this house. I want to listen to your word, God. Amen. I, I don't want to just say I heard you and move on. But, God, I want to say, Lord, I, I took it apart. Amen. I chewed on it a little bit until I got the nutrients I needed from it, uh, until I got everything out of it that you spoke to me. Uh, and, God, till I, I started walking in your ways and walking in your word. Uh, amen. God, I, I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We have decisions that we can make. Are we going to just hear? And and I get it. There's a lot of things said in church, a lot of words, a lot of songs. It's hard to catch everything. But it's in that moment you can still tune yourself in. That's why the prayer, the prayer room is so important. Amen. That's why I try to push an emphasis on it. We keep announcing. I know it might, probably might annoy some people, but it's really, it's more just, it's not to condemn it, but it's more of an encouragement. Amen. That you had a hard week. You got your mind on bills and you got your mind on, on struggles. You might have had a fight on the way to church, but you can you can get in there and you can start tuning yourself in. And, and maybe you got things going on. Well, well uh, you can you can come earlier well before church on your lunch break and you can figure it out. You can get a hold of God. Th- these are powerful moments. What are we doing in those moments? When we come 
to the altar, we're tuning ourselves, amen. We're saying, God, I, I want to I be on the right frequency for what you're saying, amen. Uh, well, well, Pastor, I missed that service. All right, tune in, amen. Get on there, listen, amen, and, and get a hold of it. I know it's not the same as being in person, but you can get in there and you can say, okay, God, what are you telling our church in this in this season? God, what are you speaking, amen, uh, to, to our church in this region and in this time frame? And you can tune yourself in, amen, and God will start speaking to you if you're willing to listen. You got to remember, it was Jesus that said, don't cast your pearls before swine. Now, these are, there's some hard statements of Jesus, but he just called people pigs. Come on. You know what he's really saying is, and he's not talking about literal pearls. He's, he's talking about a pig doesn't know the value of a pearl, right? Uh, you and I might know the value of some things. You know, you, you, hand a, you hand a toddler a $100 bill, they're going to rip it and chew on it. If I hand you a $100 bill, you're going to be happy. You're going to dinner. Hallelujah. Because you know the value of it. What Jesus is saying is, this is how he operates. If somebody is not listening, he's, he's just, okay, they're not ready for that. I'm not going to cast it to them. I'm going to find the person that is tuning themselves in, that is listening, and to those that have shall more be given. And he's saying, I'm going to give them more. I'm going to give them more. Here's the beautiful thing, though. Wherever you are, you can say, God, I may not know the value of this thing you're trying to tell me right now. But, God, right where I am, if you start speaking some things to me, amen, I'll understand that they're valuable. And I will tune myself in, and I will listen to them. Because if not, we can become like the children of Israel. And he said, who was God mad at? Was it just those that died? No, that wasn't, that wasn't it. Wasn't a whole generation, just everybody. I mean, he was he was frustrated with the generation. But what did that generation represent? Because even we find in that generation there was Joshua and Caleb. He wasn't mad at them. Because everybody heard, but not everybody was willing to listen. And the two that were willing to listen, they really picked up on what was happening in the spirit. They really picked up uh, on what God was trying to do. They really picked up. Amen. They ended up going into the promised land. They ended up going and leading it into the promised land. Amen. They really picked up on what the spirit was saying. Amen. They got a hold of it. They were listening. Amen. But the rest, they just decided, well, we don't really, we just heard it, but we don't know about that. And they became overcome with belief, unbelief. And God said, I, I'm not. I'm not happy with that. But Joshua and Caleb, they went into the promised land because of their belief. Where did their belief come from? They took God at his word. They heard him. They were listening. And they grabbed a hold of something that the others were not willing to tune into. Amen. This was not just about taking slaves out of Egypt. This was about making a nation of kings and priests. This was about making people who at one point were nothing and nobody and turning them into God's people, amen, so they could show forth the praises of him that called them out of darkness into his marvelous light, amen. This was for them to start uh, overcoming and, and taking dominion over all of the region around them. And these two young men, they caught a hold of it and said, God, you want us to bring this area into subjection, amen. They said, we got it, we heard it, and we're listening. And God said, okay, if we got to let this entire other part that's not willing to listen go, so be it. And God will work with the two. Amen. I'm thankful tonight that we don't just have two people that are listening. Hallelujah. Praise God. There's a lot more people listening than probably in the building. Amen. But what happens when you and I make the decision to listen? Our faith grows. This is why you see people when they start to backslide. What's really happened? They disconnect. They start changing their frequency. They start tuning in to all these other things. Amen. They start finding time for everything but God, and it, it, it just starts stripping away what's really important, amen. And, and what's really happening is they're no longer listening to God, and therefore their faith is no longer growing. Their faith is actually decaying. And God just sent me here tonight to talk to us, amen, and to tell us that if we can tune ourselves in, some might need to tune themselves again, some might be in tune. But if you can make the decision in my walk, will you listen? See, because the question is, Ultimately, are you going to be obedient? To obey is better than sacrifice. In order to fulfill obedience, you must be willing to listen. You must be willing to hear what God is, has to say to you. And if the answer of, I want to be obedient, yes, God, I want to be obedient, then the answer to will you listen must be yes. 
And it must not just be a yes in word. It must be a yes in the heart, and it must be a yes in deed. And that's where this service goes beyond the altar call. Because it's God, not just tonight. And maybe God's been speaking to you today about certain things. And maybe you need to go back and say, okay, God, I kind of ignored you on that. I'm going to tune back in, and I'm going I'm to start listening a little bit deeper on that. Maybe some things in the past you need to go back through. Or maybe this is a word for your future here tonight where you can start making it just part of your character. Maybe it's something just reiterating what's already in your character. Amen, I just came to help teach and be a blessing to somebody here tonight. You can take that and say, God, if, if you're going to keep giving out words, if you're going to keep speaking, if you're going to keep giving out pearls, Lord, I want to be one to receive it. If that's your prayer, would you lift up your hands all across this house? The question tonight is, will you listen? If your answer is yes or you want your answer to be yes, I want to open up this altar. Would you come down to the front and just, just begin to talk with the Lord and say, God, maybe there's some areas where you have not listened, but God has been speaking to you. Or maybe you just, I heard it, but I, I wasn't really resonating with me in the moment. I want you to come down to the front and say, God, would you, would you speak that again to me and, and let that word become more to me. Let that word amen, resonate a little deeper with me. Maybe you're here tonight and you've you, you got a great life of listening to God, amen, that you're, you're walking in obedience with the Lord, amen. I want to encourage you to come down and say, God, would you give me a little more to listen to? God, would you speak to me a little more? Amen. God, if you know, if you know that I'm the kind that's going to listen, God, would you just keep speaking to me? Uh, amen. You can tell I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to adhere to it. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to do something with it. Amen. Would you come down here and pray? Amen. And lift up your voice and just talk to the Lord for a few moments. Uh, amen. It's going to go beyond tonight. It's going to go beyond this altar call. There's decisions that are being made tonight. Uh, amen. God, I'm, I'm going to listen. Uh, I'm going to listen to your word. I'm going to listen to what your spirit is trying to say. Uh, and God, I'm going to apply it. There's going to be something transforming me, amen, from this service on, God, where I, I really apply what you've said, God. Somebody pray in this house. Hallelujah, Lord. I will give you every Come on, I don't want my ears to get dull of hearing, God. I don't want to become full of unbelief because I tuned you out. I don't, want to let you, I don't want to let my ears become deaf because I tuned you out, God. I want to tune into you. I want my faith to grow. church come on I, I want to listen to what you have to say God God I want to listen with faith I want to listen with the intent God to obey I want to grow in my faith God I want to become what you're calling me to be I want to pay attention to what you're calling me to be
Come on, that's it. Let's pray for a few more moments. Come on, will you listen to the Lord? Come on, will you listen to the Lord if your answer is yes? Hallelujah. Or you want your answer to be yes. You're in the right house. Hallelujah. You're in the right place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's favor that follows people that are listening to God. There's revelation that follows people that are listening to God. Hallelujah, Lord. There's divine understanding. Amen. Peace that passes all understanding that comes to those that are willing to listen to God. Hallelujah, Lord. I want to listen to you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. There's people going to church all across this world, denominal churches. They hear, amen, the same Bible, but God, they're not really listening right now, God. I pray, Lord, that the Spirit would draw them into this house. God, draw them, amen, to the truth. God, draw them to the knowledge of the Word of God, amen, the revelation of the one true living God. Hallelujah, Lord. Oh, God, let there be a revelation, God, of the name. Let there be a revelation of baptism in Jesus' name. Oh, God, I want, a, I want a generation that's listening, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, I believe there is a famine in the land of hearing, listening to the word of the Lord. We're in that generation. But I don't think it's uh, an issue, amen, as, as, as bad as it is in the world, amen, with the people of God. I think the people of God have made up their minds. We're going to listen, God. We're going to listen. If there's ever been a time for us to really tune ourselves in, church, it's right now. You know, I, we, we read... We, as you read through your Bible, you'll inevitably come to the parts where it talks about signs of the end times. We are living in those moments. Wars and rumors of wars. Russia's looking to invade Ukraine, which could put us on the brink. I'm not trying to scare anybody. Could put us on the brink of a nuclear war. It could put us on the brink of World War III. War, world wars have been started for well, far less than this. Amen. Uh, and, and, and we just came out of a worldwide pandemic amen we need to really be paying attention amen not to the news i'm not saying be uninformed just don't be misinformed amen uh, paying attention amen to the one that really matters because there's a god that's coming back for us amen there's a god that's coming unexpectedly that we need to say god I i've been listening and i've been i've been hearing amen i've been trying to hear your voice amen i've been trying to follow your voice amen amen we got to hear it we got to hear it there is, a, there is an entire world that uh, it's not just a, an issue in uh, the secular world, but even in the apostolic church, I've talked to pastors, people don't see church as priority anymore. What they're really saying is listening is not a priority anymore. We can't let that be the case because we are the ones upon whom the end of the world is going to come. Amen. We are the ones. We're not waiting for somebody else where the end of the world is going to come on their shoulders. It's coming on ours, which means we're going to have to deal with very divisive times. We're going to have to deal with devastating times. The Bible says perilous times. Amen. And the only way we're going to ever make it out of perilous times, amen, is we cannot become like what, what Paul talked about, that they shall they shall keep it in those teachers having itching ears, that they don't want to endure sound doctrine. They don't want to listen to sound doctrine. We've got to be willing to say, God, I I want to listen to your word. Amen. The only way we're going to make it through the end times, listen, it, it, here, let me just say this. I got so many things in my heart and in my mind. Uh, I don't want to take your night out. But people that say, man, I'm going to live for God when they're lopping off heads. If you can't come to church right now when it's easy, you're not doing it when it's hard. And I'm not, no, I get it. People have valid excuses. I understand. That's not what, I'm not criticizing anybody. What I'm saying is this. If you can't give your attention to God right now when you have minimal struggles, and I say minimal what we call first world problems you didn't charge your phone last night the minimal problems right? people that have first world problems, minimal problems start making everything a big deal but when we start dealing with real world problems right? There's, thankfully I hope and if you do struggle with hunger, come see me I'll get you a cheeseburger, but there's nobody in this house who went hungry this week we're not struggling with that, but what happens if that's the case? The Bible says that there will come a day where you can't buy or sell. I'm just, I didn't come to preach end times, but I might as well. You can't buy or sell. What are you going to do when you can't buy food? 
How valuable is the Word of God going to be to you then? Are you going to listen to His Word? Are you going to cave in? You cave in now when it's easy. You will cave in then. I feel the Holy Ghost. God's calling His church. It is one of the last messages to the church in the book of Revelations. He that has an ear to hear, to listen. Let them listen to the Spirit. God is speaking in this hour. If there's ever been a moment God is speaking, it is right now. And we need to tune ourselves in, church. If you're in tune, God bless you. If you are out of tune, God is helping you retune. Lift up your hands one more time. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Come on, hallelujah. We don't come to church just to patty cake and just to, amen, have a good time together and shout and dance. We do that. That's wonderful. But we come to church because this world's getting real crazy. We come to this, we come to the house of God because we found our hope. We found our answer. This is the this is the safety that we find in the ark of God. Come on, somebody, let's pray in this house. Hallelujah. We don't just come to church so we can be better people. We come to church, yes, we're going to become better people, but we're coming to church because we need to hear a word from God. We need to hear the voice of the Lord. We can't be lost in this generation. We can't be wandering in this generation. We can't be vagabonds in this generation. God, speak to me. Speak to my family. Speak to the church. Speak to this region. Speak to this city. God, we will listen. Oh, hallelujah, we will listen, Jesus, we will listen. God, we give you praise and glory. Father, we love you. We thank you tonight. I thank you for your word. I thank you that you don't stop speaking. I thank you that you don't stop reaching, God, that you will leave the 99. You'll go for the one, God. I pray, Lord, that you would help each and every one of us to tune ourselves in to what your spirit is saying in the last days. God, in this hour, amen, for what you have in this church, God, we give you great praise and glory. Bless your people. Give us favor this year. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said amen. Amen. God bless you. Shake hands. Be friendly. Love one another. Amen. Let's not forget. Amen. Come ready for Sunday. Come ready to pray. Come ready to worship. Bring somebody with you in Jesus' name. God bless you.